Whoa, whoa. Oh, Trav. Trav. Jake. Did you feel it? Did I feel what? Did you feel it? Did you feel it? Is it calling in the, coming in the air tonight? Did you feel that? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Just Trav. now? Trav, shaking? Have, you, have you caught earthquake fever? I don't think that was the earthquake. I think that was the tracks train driving by. Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> it does shake the building a little I bit. Does that? I, I, the times that I've been here, I guess, you know, usually I'm later on in the evening, so I don't catch a lot of tracks action. Do you, it, is, that a, is that an issue? Uh, I mean, if the building's empty. A beautiful new lounge at downtown. Yeah, we're in, we're in the Wise Guys downtown lounge. This recording. is nice. This is nice. It's so cool, isn't it? So... Wise Guys has gone all out on this. Is this thing officially open? Um, the actual... There have been customers in here for a few things, but the actual opening day is July 18th. So, and so, so one it? week from today that we're recording this. <laughs> for our podcast behind the listeners, scenes. where is the stage at? I saw it earlier. Is it there's, a, there's a stage there? right over there, oh, there to our okay. left. That's, that's just the little lounge to stage. Our, to our left, Travis? Yes. Travis, we're to my left, to your Tra- right. Trav, here we are. Face we're opposite to face. each other. You're right. A couple of silver spoons. I I thought maybe we could sit like right next to each other, but you're like, no, we need <laughs> eye contact. And I was like, all right. <laughs> different strokes for different we're gonna folks. Have to, we're gonna have to readjust the studio at some point and try that and see if like a you know a sidecar <laughs> action will help. Uh, here on late to the party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake, and I'm Travis Tate. Hey, everybody. Welcome to it. So, the, the, like I said, this place is really nice. It's pretty sweet. Just gonna Is it going to be kind of a small show type place? Are you going to be having some of the bigwigs in here? Well, what the as far as the show a goes, it'll, they're doing like a little bucket list open mic where people just draw their name out of a bucket. Okay. And that's coming or usually on a Tuesday or something like that. But there will be smaller shows. Like if you're going to have... 50 people show up to a show this is the perfect place to have it but this is going to be open pretty much every day it's going to be just kind of a dining establishment yeah it's going to have food drinks so it's actually a bar too so you can come in and get a drink you can get uh i think they're going to have burgers and all that all that kind of stuff nice so yeah it'll be a nice alternative if you're in the downtown salt lake area and you want to go get a drink or something maybe you don't want to go to a sports bar or a place with an arcade this is a this is a nice alternative yeah yeah especially those uh those little like open mic bucket nights will be yeah and i don't think there's going to be entertainment every night but i think i think uh keith stubbs the owner of wise guys actually has been talking about maybe finding some uh uh like uh you know local musical artists oh okay can you know do do a set here and there just it's maybe not yeah. primarily going to be necessarily a comedy type Yeah, it's thing. not it's just, just comedy. A, a venue of... Like, be a nice of place to sit down and just watch a little show. Yeah. Okay, good times. Sure. Well, fun, I mean, fun, fun, fun. You know, again, I can't... Until your daddy takes the T-bird away. I can't say enough. It's a very, very nice place. I'm quite impressed. So, But it wasn't an earthquake, I'm pretty sure. But it wasn't an earthquake. I'm fairly it's certain. nice establishment. Uh, you, were, you were saying uh, you were on Twitter... And Ron Funches was tweeting about it. Yeah, he just uh, he tweeted a video of uh, him doing a set, and the earthquake, the earthquake in California happened, <laughs> and it just kind of kind of shaky shaky, and kind of settled, and he just went right back to doing his set. It's that's a, sort of a prevailing attitude that I saw coming out of it is people in California just don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's like a snowstorm for us. It's like yeah, I mean it's inconvenient. It can cause a problem, but for the most part, 
our life goes on, you know. I I don't really end up feeling earthquakes because we get them here periodically, but I don't. Right. I generally don't feel them. If I were this here, one, I guess they felt clear to uh, uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, I saw some people out in the desert with some actual cracks in the ground. Oh, really? I know. I was on stage here in Salt Lake when it happened, and I got off stage, went back to the green room, and they were we were watching the summer league games for the NBA in there, and they had stopped the games during my set, and you could see the speakers in the Thomas and Mac Center, which is in Vegas, and they were swaying, the ones that hang from the ceiling. Yeah. And they were swaying back and forth, so they just canceled the rest of the games and stuff. I saw, I did see a video of uh, someone's pool during the earthquake sloshing <laughs> around in a very wow. chill dog enjoying the pool splashes. <laughs> what so. else? Was there? I saw, uh, oh, it was a baseball game. I think it was in LA, like a Dodger game, and they showed video of that, and just the cameras bouncing around, and they keep pitching the ball and yeah, throwing it back, I, and it's like, yeah, you earthquake. Know, you were so saying, <laughs> like, snowstorms. I mean, I don't think I've ever been in a snowstorm where I felt like, oh, boy, this could cause a lot of damage. And that's where, you know, maybe in California where you get the rumbly-tumblies on a regular basis, it's something. But, you know, if I were to experience something kind of like that where, you know, there was a fairly good shake. I guess in the back of my mind, I was like, is this it? Is it the, this <laughs> we were indoctrinated as children. They weren't enough of just saying like, well, you know, uh, we need to learn these earthquake drills. A lot of times as a kid, I was, I kind of had it drilled into me. It's like, oh, it's not if, it's <laughs> when. Someday an earthquake will happen right. and destroy us one. all. So I texted my buddy Jacob Lee, who's been down there for about two months, and he's like, oh, it was insane, man. It was crazy, blah, blah. He was like pretty excited about it. And then I texted his roommate, who is also my buddy, Patrick Ramirez, who's been down there for like five five years. And he's like, eh, I didn't even feel it. Yeah. And that's the other weird thing. I've gotten on the face page a couple of times and saw some friends like, oh, did you feel it last night? And like, no, I never did. I saw one video and it might have been faked. But even if it was faked, it was really funny. It was a... It was like a preteen. Maybe she was like 13 or so. It was just footage she, from San Andreas. <laughs> no. She was doing a makeup tutorial for her YouTube channel or something in the makeup. And she's in the process of putting like really dark because her mom's special red lipstick on. And then the quake hits and the lipstick goes all the way across her face, clear to her ear. <laughs> and everything in the room is shaking around. I thought it was funny. Statistically, you would think that that would kind of have to happen to someone. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah, those why are not? the stories you don't hear. Travis. Stuff was bouncing off the shelves and stuff in you her room. You hear the stories of people like trying to make a <laughs> ship in a bottle, or can you imagine if you were like uh, at a barber shop and they were doing the straight uh, the straight razor trim of your neck? <laughs> you don't hear the stories of you know like during the earthquake, uh, Jim Henson trying to take pastries down a flight of stairs. <laughs> those are the things you never hear about. No, you just don't. So, but so. at least it didn't happen here. Certainly. Certainly. It will eventually. Get Bank California. We didn't have to deal with it. It goes to show that <laughs> the uh, the people that are building buildings now know what they're doing as far as earthquake-proofing things, you know? Yeah. Because even when so. we were kids, it was like 1988 when the, the big one hit in uh, San Francisco, right? I think it was 88. And that was very that, destructive. Yeah. That knocked buildings over <clears throat> and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this one, I think, was, was it like an 8.2 or something. I don't know. It was, no, it was I, a big one. I will admit... I saw a little bit of stuff. I didn't look that far into it because I'm self-centered, <laughs> I guess. 
Yeah. Could be. Who knows? How are things? Pretty, pretty decent. Pretty decent? I'm coming off of a few uh, days off. I had the staycation with my family, which is a yearly fun bunchery. Ooh. That's the word I'm going to choose to describe it. Sounds fun. Uh, I did that. Also took a couple of days off last week because Gabe had his wisdom teeth out. Ooh, yeah. You know, there's always the, uh, hey, <laughs> get the video of him as they're coming out of it. He came out of the anesthesia a little combative. Oh, really? So it, it was not exactly the, the joy cade that we'd hoped it would be. I remember I was super nauseous. He was not not He just, uh, he was disoriented and then kind of uh, panicked in a strugglish way. <laughs> But, uh, you know, all's well now. Yeah. You know. So uh, I was able to get a few things done. Uh, I powered through all of Stranger Things. I believe that you uh, got a couple of three episodes. Yep, I've seen three episodes. All right. So you do know the the height of the season. This is obviously no spoiler that uh, Hop is definitely bringing the big dad energy this season. Yep. Hop is officially a dad. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Uh, he, you know what? I like it. He is definitely the the high point of the season for me so far. I've just anything David Harbour's doing is just you know I, for me. I saw an article and it was it, the title of it was "Thirsty Moms Going Nuts Over David Harbour's uh, Dad Bod." <laughs> uh, I. I don't think I don't think anybody is really saying any of these things. I don't either. I mean, you know, Fat Thor was obviously a thing. Have you seen the thing going around about people uh, going after Jason Momoa for his dad bod? I read a thing just before I got in here that somebody somebody had basically said I kind of did some deep dives searching on the internet and no one's saying this. I think someone just wrote right. an article that said people are saying this to just get them hits. I think that's definitely a thing because. I looked at the picture of Jason Momoa, and his dad bod is better than ninety nine point yeah, nine percent like someone bodies. Else, someone on also the posted like, "If this is what dad bod is now, I am never leaving my house ever again." He looked like, at worst, a professional wrestler. <laughs> like it looked like maybe he had bread two days in a row. Yeah, yeah. So his abs weren't like, uh, you his, know, his, rippling, but they were there. Yeah. <laughs> He's still in pretty great shape. His abs weren't washboard. They were more of a, uh, I don't know, what what would you even call that? I don't know. It's like a a little bumpy thing you would store like uh, ice cubes in maybe. Like one of them little foot massage rollers. Yeah, there you go. I don't think that worked. (laughs) It was the the only thing I think that was bumpy at the time. Uh, That that, that was weird. And it, it, it calls into question, just like I said, the idea of anytime you see these articles, oh, they're so and so's. So and so's got this, you know, Jason Momoa, he's dad bod now, or just like you said, moms are thirsty over David Harbour's body. Like, probably they're not thirsty <laughs> over his body. Probably he's just a big, charming guy. There are women that as a, prefer as a, big, a dad charming bod. guy, Travis, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but there are women out there that prefer a dad bod. I know I, that because they've told me. <laughs> just so you know, I like dad bods. I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> I I think that's I think there's a misnomer to that I think it's you you're a big guy mm-hmm. you're not just a dad bod guy you're a big guy ah. and I think David Harbour has that's like watching scenes with him and Winona Ryder together it is it, it's probably a combination of the two of Winona Ryder is very small but it it looks like 
it, it just looks like a wampa is following this this woman around trying to <laughs> woo her. He is he's gigantic compared to her. I want, I don't know how tall he is. He's he's a big guy though. Yeah, he seems very big. Yeah. Well, I know to ride her so far, she seems like she's got everything together, but then the magnets start falling off of fridges, and yeah. there's that little glimpse of season one Joyce. Why is this <laughs> happening? But she's like pro, she's proactive. I mean, she was proactive that season. She tried to figure it out herself, Yeah, there, but this time she goes to visit the science teacher. Yes. Everybody's uh, favorite science I'm teacher. I'm trying to remember that guy's name. He, he shows up on Douglas movies periodically. Oh, really? On a couple of podcasts. He's a pretty funny guy, but... You know the thing I like about Stranger Things is when I watched season one, I kept going, all right, are they going to make this person creepy? Are they going to make this person creepy? And they don't. Not to say there aren't creepy people in the world, but it's just... There are just like legitimately nice people out there. Yeah, bringing that character back <laughs> in particular for just a just a brief thing was it was a fun way to incorporate him without having to right, you know, make it you know, force it or make it weird. Even in the very first little part of season 1 episode 1 when uh Elle escapes and she goes to that diner and runs into that guy, and you think, oh, this guy's going to be a creep or something. No, he's just nice. He gives her food and gives her a shirt to wear. Doesn't that guy end up dying? Yes, and then quickly? he gets shot in the head. I forgot about that, but, but you're right. But he's just a nice guy, because there are nice people out there. There's also terrible people out there. I get that. Oh, certainly. But not every show has to have breaking bad characters throughout the entire show. You yeah. know? This season has... I don't know what to say about it. it <laughs> I got stuck. I really enjoyed it. So three episodes in, it's kind of taking a uh, invasion of the body snatchers turn yeah. to it. Uh, someone described as it has uh, inva- it has body snatcher tones. It has kind of the blob tones, and it has uh, some oh, thing tones. Way to talk about Hopper's dad bod. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's what the description they were giving. The blob. Did you? you I, I guess in the, what you've seen, you have seen the towel scene then. Yeah, I've seen yeah, the towel. It's scene. very much the Thor, <laughs> Thor body without the special effects. He's just he's just got it. Yeah, here's the thing I don't get. It's like tight. It's tight. Like maybe it's just freshly stretched. I don't know. I I could. I look at myself without a shirt I on, and I'm like, uh, I got stretch marks. I got. <laughs> I don't know. It, I mean, hey, look. Let's let's be honest. They portray the hop lifestyle in that show. He should not be having a tight bod with the hop lifestyle. He loves sugar. On his he cereal, does. I was watching Caddyshack the other day. Okay, how to make it it's feel. a good. Everyone it in hold, there earns still the body yeah. that they have. It, it still holds up. But uh, there's a scene at the very beginning when the 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 caddy kid he he's at home and he's got like all those brothers and sisters and yeah. anyway he grabs a bowl of Cheerios and he just starts scooping sugar onto it and it, I realized I haven't put uh, like sugar on top of my cereal in probably thirty years. I, it that was a thing that was. Every day. It has been so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was bad. I was very <laughs> bad with that. But now sugar has... Or uh, cereal has so much sugar on it anyway. I'll tell you, Trav. We didn't have spoons like, in our house. <laughs> it was just a dispenser and you just kind of held it. Oh, yeah. Just dump it. <laughs> like making the Big Rock Candy Mountain with sugar. And you'd have that sweet, sweet milk at the end. Watch the milk. Like just watch the kind of moisture line of the milk go up the sugar mountain. Go, yeah. 
Do you remember yeah, like making a slushy? Ten years ago, there was all these places where you could go and like eat cereal, cereal bars, and then you could get the cereal milk. I think that I was the beginning of, of it. That was the beginning of hipsters. I remember hearing of it. I never actually saw one. I think that was like that was like the uh, metamorphosis. And now we so just have soda shops here in, yeah, in Salt Lake. But I think that started everything. That was like the first. Uh, like a alien inside somebody's stomach right there mm. just and just, they're just popping out all over a, the place now. He's a front runner to be sure. <laughs> I have not eaten a bowl of cereal in I would say a long time but I occasionally have parties with friends where the oops all berries comes out. It's just for some reason it's something of a staple at a few parties that I go to. I think the last bowl of cereal I had it was chicken and waffle cereal. I think my daughter what? bought it. Uh it was I want to say Post made it, and it had had little uh, waffle-looking cereals and then little chicken bone cereals, okay, and it was, okay, it was so slightly savory. Weird. It was weird. I think she bought it thinking, oh, that dad will think this is cool, So, and it was okay. I love chicken and waffles. But I didn't finish the box. I'm pretty sure the box has probably been sitting in my kitchen for six months. Yeah, I've just... <laughs> Cereal, generally speaking, is in no way filling. So yeah, that's the problem. I could eat like I could eat cereal for probably four straight hours. Yeah, and not feel full. So generally speaking, when I when I have my choosing shoes, when I'm you know weekend breakfasting mm-hmm. where I can cut loose, it's just just make a bigger omelet. <laughs> that's kind of all it goes to. Any any sweet breakfast food, I, like I'm not gonna say I absolutely stay away from it but i almost never feel good with you know i'll go have a fun i have like i'm gonna get down some pancakes and like an hour later i'm like i leave me alone for the (laughs) my saturday is gone now all i can do is lay on a couch i do like a pancake especially when you put butter on it and then you put lemon juice and powdered sugar okay you lost me with the lemon juice part you don't like lemon juice i have no problem with lemon juice just on a pancake it's really good there's a thing called dutch babies and it's kind of like a it's almost like a a crown panks shaped pancake. So it's almost like there's a valley in it. Okay. And it's like a Dutch style pancake. But you can do it with regular pancakes too. Just put butter on it, drip some lemon juice, fresh squeezed lemon juice, and then some powdered sugar on top, and it's like frosting. It's so good. All that, all that said, nine times out of ten, I just feel gross. My staples are I'll either have uh, make myself a a cheesy big old omelet or mm-hmm. we will occasionally go out to the rancheritos for a breakfast burrito big old honking they breakfast are, burrito they are delicious i usually have a protein shake <laughs> yeah and it's about that big it's very small it's it's the size of a cell phone basically it's a filling for you uh not really but it's got 30 grams of protein and only two grams of sugar i uh protein shakes, it tastes good protein shakes make me throw up oh yeah yeah, I, I, I go. I go with Premier Protein. So if if you work for them and you send me a free box, Premier more power protein. to you. Protein on the it's opening good, night. They're good. Okay. Uh, like I said, I, it's I'm, not a meal replacement. I'm biased no. because anytime I've you know, I've had a few trainers try to get me on protein shakes, and mm-hmm. it makes me very sick. Mm. So lucky me. Wonder what it is. I know you're not supposed to eat uh, like toast for breakfast, but if I have like a couple pieces of toast, like a good good slab of like a whole grain it actually fills me up a couple pieces of toast and i'm not hungry for a while otherwise if i just drink the protein shake i'm just thinking about food and as soon as i get home i'm just like it's like homer simpson a lot of it is just making sure that you get through to the next meal that's all we can do 
It's all meal you can hope meal. for. Step by step, meal by meal. That's right. Deal a meal. Indeed. Do people Speaking still do deal a meal? I what is was, that? I think it was like Jenny Craig or Nutrisystem oh. or something. Like I mean, that. they just deal do. Meal. They just do. Uh, what do you call it? the uh, meal boxes now? Those subscriptions. Oh yeah, like uh, Blue, Blue Oyster. Yeah, Blue, yeah, Blue Oyster. Blue Oyster cult. cult. The bar. Which one is it? <laughs> it's a cult I joined in the seventies. <laughs> I had a food first this week. A food first. I had never had Chipotle before. Chipotle? Yeah, I had never had it before. On anything? Uh, the restaurant, you mean? Yes. I think I've been there once. I had just... I was uh, I was at a get-together with friends and mentioned it, and uh, a friend of mine's wife seemed aghast that I had never had Chipotle in my life. But we have Cafe Rio and... Uh, what's the other one? Well, look, man. I We have, cap- we have a lot of... Utah... The one with surfboards. Uh, Utah seems to credibly have some decent... Mexican restaurants. I, I think, honestly, I'd rather go to Cafe Rio or the other one. I can't remember. I told you I went to that. I uh, went the to a Chipotle. concert last night. One of the bands yeah? actually shouted out the Red Iguana. <laughs> He's like, oh, Red Iguana! Shout is out amazing. to Red Iguana. They didn't pay me or anything. That place was just really good. Yeah, so, mole man. Yeah, it's a great place. I went through after I went. I went there. I went through this phase where I was trying to figure out how to make mole. <laughs> but I didn't do it from scratch. I was like, I when think, you when I you think, completed your meal, did you say that's a mole? That's a mole. I was trying to doctor just regular like uh, enchilada sauce. I was, I was adding all these things to it, and it would <laughs> it would get closer, and then it would get further away, and then it would get closer up in your again. Face like a TV science experiment. Yeah, I think that's why mole. They say mole has like a hundred ingredients in it. I think that's why because you're like, okay, if I put this in, it makes it terrible, but if I add this, it brings it back. Huh. It was very. It was an un- unsuccessful experiment of mine <laughs> to try no, and make mole. Uh, Chipotle, as far as I'm concerned, is uh, it is a nice. It, it seemed as though it, it is a nice medium between uh, the three or four fast food places around me that will just make me feel gross versus the maybe slightly more money and uh, driving distance of one of the better. Mexican establishments around here. I also discovered, I, I thought I was going to go in there and it was maybe a sort of, I don't know how to, how to say it, like a slightly better Taco Bell. Turns out it's Mexican Subway. Yeah, that's probably a, a fair way to put so, it. So, my Chipotle so you smell like onions afterwards. I might as well, I guess. You know what I was actually disappointed was uh, Freebird World Burrito. Have you ever had that? No. It's very bland and unimpressive for the price, hmm. in my opinion. Utah, Maybe people out there love it, but I was like, eh. In a very Utah fashion, we get sort of trendy things from out of state. Right. Like, like Whataburger's coming to Whataburger, when we got when we first started getting in and outs. Right. Uh, Chick-fil-A. Surprisingly, Chick-fil-A was something we didn't have for a while. And then they right. stormed in and mm-hmm. it was like, have you tried it? Uh, Krispy Kreme. Oh, people were... Krispy Kreme are the premier donuts in the country. They're quite nice. I've never had a better donut, and I've had donuts. you had donuts all across I've been everywhere, man. You, Yeah. I've had an eclair, so, man. Uh, Come on, that was good. Let's eclair. wander. Let's wander. You know what's good is <laughs> yum yum donuts. What's up, is Jose? It? No, you're good. We won't be here that long. This is special guest, Jose. Hi, Jose. You want to say hi to the people at home? Sure, why not? Just say hi. Hi. 
All right, there's Jose. (laughs) What were we talking about? Uh, We're easily distracted. We were in the food zone. Now we're going to get out of the Jose zone. I'm always in the food zone. We're going to the Pizone. The Pizone? Yeah. That was What's a, the Pizone? It was a pizza thing. I don't even oh. know what it was. I've heard it spoken of. Okay. Uh, boy, I feel like I'm in a rut here. Pizone? I feel like I'm in a rut. A Pizone rut. Let's get back to Stranger Things. Yeah. You've seen some of this. I like the How mall. I wish I had it? that mall when I was a kid. You got any speculation? Oh, but it's ruining the town, Trav. Eh. Trav, small businesses. This place would not exist if the Star... Was it Starcade? This place is in a mall. What was the <laughs> What was the mall called in it? I want to say yeah, Starcade, like, but I think that's something else. It was... Starcade is a is this a lovely professional wrestling pay per view. It would be, yeah, <laughs> it would it be a pushed WCW. out by that kind of mall. We it was it was Star something, and within fifteen Starcade. I got it. I got it. Okay, maybe it is Starcade. Who knows? Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, what what are your thoughts? Did you watch all of it? I haven't watched all of it. How much have you watched? And you're, you're doing the housework, your wife, your wife's getting after you all the time, she's nagging in your ear. My wife did tell me about a podcast, though. Oh? I guess that mall was like a legit thing, and it was, somebody was found dead in there. Oh, okay. I mean, that's like on brand, kind of? Well, I think that's how you officially open a mall, is you kill somebody. It's like sacrificing. <laughs> a ceremony. Yeah, it's like throwing them into the, into the volcano. I. You know what? I, I could see that you're, being. You're a, not a real mall. You can't officially open a Sabaros unless somebody has had their throat slit in the mall. I could see that being how Valley Fair was established, but I don't think that was on purpose. <laughs> I think just, you know, stray bullets in. That's when Valley. they know it's time to close at Valley Fair. Oh, you it's like, like that? You right, like that cool. local flavor, that local yeah, humor? Stray I just, bullet. <laughs> I just took a dig at my hometown. <laughs> it was Valley. <laughs> I was so, at Valley Fair recently. Oh, I went. Valley that's where Fair I saw is, Spider-Man. Valley Fair is, uh, it's not, it's same thing. It's. I believe they call it gentrification. It's not a ghetto mall anymore. No, it it kind of is. Yeah, every mall is kind of a ghetto mall, though. Well, no, well, sure. Malls are nice for about five years, and then you start to see the wear and tear, and they just don't they don't keep things up, and that's uh, why malls get outdated. The mall by me, fashion place. The impression that I hate going there now. The impression I get is it's kind of the same five stores spread out and it's just a gauntlet of people trying to get you to come test out their perfume or religious videos i can't even go to walmart anymore without getting harassed by people it's it you, you go by the the electronics section and people are going hey can i talk to you about direct tv i'm like i cut the cable yeah. but maybe i can bring it back no leave me alone if i wanted yeah, direct tv um, i would call you direct tv i have to i keep my eyes down when we go to the costco they got a couple of those kind of kiosks hey hey can i talk to you for me? like no 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 you can't not even a little bit like good grief we have a do you got a, a nice no soliciting sign at your house uh no boy no you I get don't. the you get the traveling salesmen out there and no, not too much at my house we get them uh we we were getting them in murray we got a uh, Cindy got us a cute little uh, no soliciting. It was it says something <laughs> effective, and I I always forget. It's like does it talk about thin mints? Unless you're selling yes, thin mints, that's the one that we have. <laughs> I see that now one the, a lot. The thing about that was, knock on my door, I come out, and a guy there's a salesman there, and I said, hey man, we got the no soliciting sign. He goes, but I got thin mints. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? Right? No, leave my premises. What are you doing? You're not a little girl. What are you doing? Oh, we had there was a guy. So, bad enough, he's a traveling salesman. The thing that really got me, 
He's on a Segway. Yeah, but they're really only traveling from Orem. He's on a Segway. <laughs> and we were, uh, my mom had dropped Do they off still make those? Apparently for traveling salesmen. I think they made like 30 of them. And they used them in but movies not, and it's stuff, not the but now they auctioned the them off. It's just, it's just the wheels. Oh, so it's the it's like an hoverboard is what it's they call it. It's kind of an upscale. It's a hoverboard uh, Segway hybrid. Shame on you, He's sir. He's coming around. The thing was, so my mom had just dropped Gabe off. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're going to leave somewhere else, but Cindy's talking with my mom. And I can see him going door to door. And I'm thinking, ah, we got enough time. He starts getting a little closer and a little closer. Like, okay, we need to wrap this up, but they keep, they keep going, they keep going. And sure enough, just as my mom pulls away, he's like, do you guys live here? Like, stop. No, no, we don't. Nobody no. lives here. Hey, traveling salesman out there, die here. she's gonna have to unsubscribe now because you're you're on my list. Get a better job. That's Stran- the worst so, job. So Stranger Things. Is there a traveling salesman in Stranger Things? There. Ha- I feel like there would no maybe probably. I feel like not, somebody no. should show up in Stranger Things, kind of like in uh, Pete's Dragon, the traveling salesman. I cannot <laughs> remember tra- or Pete's Dragon to save my life. You can't you see remember the a dragon. A dragon. Did you see the uh, Disney live action of that? Uh, yeah, it was boring. Yeah, yeah, not not great. Yeah, not great. So Stranger Things. Yes. I want to kind of I want to kind of mix this pot while we're here. All right, here. let's stir it. You've uh, hey look. I think I've said this about previ- uh, about season two at least. Guys, we know what happens when L's powers ha- happen. Mm-hmm. Just put a piece of t- toilet paper up there. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. She's probably tired of people putting a droplet of blood coming out of her nose in every other scene. I mean, I've said, I've said this. Bloody nose is the universal symbol for I have mental powers. <laughs> I... I don't think there's any actual i don't know how that became the gold standard of i have mental powers therefore i get nosebleeds i think it would be funny if one of the 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 friends the boys if one of them just started getting a nosebleed and everybody's like are you doing something with your mind you're like no i'm just a nerd i was just picking a boogie (laughs) just allergies (laughs) yeah um so far i feel uh in episode three i feel really really bad for will He's kind of the odd man out. Yeah, the, it, it's an interesting journey with that this season of there's one character who is not interested in growing up and is getting left behind because of it. Is Will gay? Uh, not explicitly so far. Because, well, the reason I ask that is because Mike goes, it's not my fault you're not into girls, and Will kind of gave him a weird look, and then Mike kind of immediately <clears throat> backed down and went, sorry, man, sorry. And I was like, "Oh, maybe maybe Will's gay." I don't think anything explicit comes out of that, but it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if that's a way they go. Hmm. So, but then he went and tore up his his uh, treehouse and all that. Oh, he's here, Castle Castle Byers. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the Billy arc so far? Uh, it's very confusing. Uh, or maybe more specifically, how do you feel about Nancy's mom currently? Nancy's mom is a dirty, dirty whore. Oh. <laughs> Travis, don't hold back. <laughs> Let me know what you think. That's a. I think. I think uh, when when she saw her husband holding the daughter and didn't go. I mean, that's her husband, the potato. Her husband is just a he's lump a, of a. He person. is a potato. He's the quintessential she 80s, the 80s Idaho dorky spud. dad. The worst 
Halloween candy, and she married him. Yeah, he definitely married up. Whatever game he had when they were dating, maybe she got hot later. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Or maybe he just like, I'm warrior now. These are the glasses I've chosen. I'm going to wear them down on the end of my nose. (laughs) It's kind of a crazy thing if that started as just kind of an in-joke of what a kind of a schlub that, you know, her husband was. And now they've... They've made it more of a little bit of a plot device with like, oh, I'm not only am I dissatisfied with him, I'm going to do it with one of the kids at my at the high school. Her husband is basically if Dwight Schrute had the personality of Toby from uh, from uh, HR in the office. Uh, he has zero personality, basically. Yeah. He's, but he looks like Dwight Schrute. He's just kind of checked out. <laughs> they have some themes about that coming up. Um, I do not care for any story that has to do with Jonathan and Nancy. Yeah, they're I mean, I guess it's kind of interesting they're they're trying to become adults and make it and I kind of remember when I I was becoming an adult as a couple and trying to figure things out. I'd rather watch that than anything with Billy. I really don't like Billy. Well, I wish he would have gotten killed it in season 2. I mean, <laughs> you you kind of see where things are with Billy. He's the antagonist for the season oh yeah obviously but he's so, like super hateable i don't like anything about him he's 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 almost not he's not even billy for the season really even when they yeah that's true but even in season two when they try to make you feel bad for him because his dad was verbally yeah. abusive and probably slapped him around yeah. i still was like all right but his sister probably gets that same treatment too he's and she's so a decent bad person. he is so bad <laughs> he is he, I, I, it's been it's been a while he's since season two. Psychotic at yeah. best. <laughs> yeah, he's just plain mean, and uh, y- you know, hey, look, things will play through in the season. You'll see once you get there. Uh, sure will. All the kids, all the kids are doing pretty good. We got some introductions with uh, Robin. Uh, that's working with Steve. Is that Ethan Hawke's daughter? It is. It <laughs> is the daughter of Ethan Hawke and Umum Thurmumum. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't. I know just it was found. Uma I just found daughter. that out today. Okay. I had no idea. I didn't know they ever had a kid together. Were I, they married or something? Something. I think I looked oh. that up and it said that it's. Well, that's that cool. is the case. That's a good pedigree. Perhaps I'm. They're I'm both spreading good false and lascivious rumors. I don't know. She seems like she would have been in an '80s movie and yeah. been that character. She's a as far as as uh, introduced character. She's a standout. Yeah. So. You got her going on. You got the Hop, uh, the Hop and Winota story. Hop Daddy. Hop Daddy. Dog Daddy Hop. Daddy Hop. hop. I'm, I'm telling Daddy you, Daddy Hopper. Man, hop is the the all star of the season. Uh, I need to work on a Hopper impression for Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> three inches the door. Three inches. Hey, hey! Quit making out in there. That honestly, that would suck. It would suck being the dad who has the like. I have to try to discipline this thing that. Has oh yeah, godlike powers. It's bad enough disciplining a teenager because teenagers have no fear anymore. They don't fear. Uh, they don't fear your parents because they're like, well, "What are you gonna do? You gonna hit me? You're not gonna hit me. You raised me not to hit people. You're not gonna hit me. What are you gonna do? Take my phone? If you take my phone, you'll never be able to find me. So you're not gonna take my phone. What are you gonna do? Just gotta call those bluffs, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Kids know. The kids are smart. They know. <laughs> you having a little trouble with your kids, Trav? <laughs> uh, they're teenagers, so. 
I, I, I think Fill I got in the blank. I got another year or two before I start having those fun, <laughs> fun chats. But uh, yeah, it, there was that that brief second where Hop is trying to have the conversation, and Will just goes and whispers to her. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that was. Oh, I've seen. I generally like Will, I've but seen, I don't like him in those I've situations. I've seen Hop do things like. You, I've seen him do things over far less than what you're doing. <laughs> I know. I thought when when he whispered into Eleven's ear and she giggled, I was like, this is like a worst case scenario, like imagination thing that's happening, right? And then, nope, that's really what happened. Like, the, how do they not fear him? In the 80s? We feared adults in the 80s. Um, it is... Sometimes the, it's one of the... I, I'm stumbling over this. Especially nerdy kids. Yeah. They're not the kind of kids that were challenging authority. They've been through a lot. That's true. I guess That's one of the I guess in their in their assumption authority is pretty terrible as far as like not Hopper but like all the scientists and all yeah. that going there, on. There are certain things you kind of have to let go of in watching it is you realize several people have died gruesome deaths around them and they never <laughs> really that that trauma doesn't really ever seem to stick to them they're like hey man i watched a demonic being eat the guy who was my surrogate dad for a year <laughs> let's make out a bunch in your room now i liked the they went by sam goody and there was a, a goonies soundtrack poster in the in the window yeah. sean astin's in the stranger right. thing so that, I will also a nice say, little ode i keep getting confused that will i keep thinking that will and uh it's not Will. Will is the... See, we're getting confused. We were calling him Will before. It's, uh, what's, what's the hardest of Wolves' name for his character? That's Mike. Mike. Yeah. I keep getting confused that Mike and Will are brothers and sometimes the same character. Well, sometimes I, I think, well, Winona Ryder's uh, Mike's mom, right? Oh, no. Mike's mom is, is, is the Nancy's dirty, dirty mom. whore. Yeah. And th- that is... So the, uh, that's an interesting element of the show is that... Uh, there are bonds with certain characters that you that seem different. Like like I said, Will and Mike seem like brothers. Nancy and Mike do not seem like siblings. Um, uh, Will and Jonathan, especially this season, you don't get a lot of sort of brotherly sense from them. Yeah, I haven't even seen them in the same scene yet. Um, Three episodes in, it's just Will. Uh, no, uh, Jonathan and Nancy. Yeah, and the old, the old lady. <laughs> Oh boy! That old lady. She has been in things as yeah. an old lady since we were kids. Yeah, so I, good for she her. Seems familiar. Yeah, good on her. I know I've Go seen her in stuff before. How you feel? She's like? she's still acting and doing stuff. So good for her. What does the side of an older Carrie Elwes do for you? <laughs> Honestly, he looks better than the last. I saw him. I think the last time I saw him was in like Psych. He played an international thief. Oh, did he? In the the TV show Psych, and he was. A little heavier, and you could see it in his face. And he yes, seems he's, like he's gotten he's, into shape. And he's slightly gaunt. Yeah, looks like he's had some work done, but overall, he looks pretty good. I'm trying to think of what else is going on. I don't know. I hey, I've finished it. I had a. I by and large, I had a really good time with it. There, there are a couple of things coming up that um, mm-hmm. you know I'd like to discuss with you when you get there. Uh, I guess I'll ask for. Do you have any predictions? But hey. Dustin's girlfriend. Is she real? Is she fake? Is it a lie? Is it the truth? Where's it going? I think it's funny that she's from Utah. <laughs> that, very funny description. Like, very funny kind of on, you know, on the dot of, like, what? She's, she's Mormon. Mormon. <laughs> uh, so, 
I'm not Mormon, so her family would never have it. Her name is Susie, right? Susie, yeah. It made me start thinking of, like, what's a famous Susie that would be a little bit older than us from Utah? (laughs) (laughs) That would be... (laughs) Like, if it was somebody (laughs) That would be weird. I'm assuming it's not. No, I think think Dustin's girlfriend is real. I think she's real. Um, God, you know, I think... I think Carrie Elways is going to have a Jaws moment because it it seems like it's leading up to the the big 4th of July celebration, just like in Jaws, where the mayor refused to... He's the one who put it on. (laughs) Yeah. Any characters that haven't shown up that you think might show up? I think uh, Bob is going to reappear somehow. Maybe he's uh, part of the Upside Down. I don't know. Maybe he'll be evil now. I feel like he's going to show back up. Has Sean Astin ever been evil in a movie? Uh, I can't think of anything. Seems like there was... (laughs) No. Well, I mean, kind of. Seems like there was a movie that he was in, and he got into really good shape, and he was a super cocky character. Oh, that that actually does sound... It it was like a... It's not School Ties, is it? No, this was a comedy. Really? Because I remember he was wearing biking shorts. He was like a cocky ex-boyfriend or something huh. like that. That sounds a little familiar. It might have been like an Adam Sandler movie. or mm. I can't remember. But he was he was kind of the, uh, at least a jerk in that one, it, we'll, we'll say. But most mm. most of the time, he's he's a good dude. Any other predictions Samwise? that you might see? Any other predictions? Uh, I don't know. It's interesting to see what they're going to do with the Russians and the, the part the Russians are going to play. Any character deaths you might see coming? Character deaths? Wow, I haven't even thought about character deaths. But Anybody they might kill off. Do you think? Do you think this is the end of Stranger Things, Travis? No, I think forty million people watched it in one weekend. <laughs> I think they're going to make another one. Uh, character deaths? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't kill any of the kids, but maybe like a maybe a Jonathan or a Nancy. Oh, I, yes, Hopper would. Hopper would be very impactful. I think killing Hopper would have as much of an impact as killing a kid without killing a kid. If you if they were to kill a kid, who do you think would be the safest <laughs> bet to kill? Will. Will. <laughs> He's kind the one of. that's left out, so you kind of feel bad for him already. So that really, if if Will was to die, I should be writing down your your it would predictions be amped and putting up him in a, a sealed lot. envelope. Because I. I it, three episodes in, I'm really feeling bad for Will because everybody else has moved on to like relationships and they're kind of done with D and D and just moving he, on to other things. He still does have. Uh, they they've shown you that he still has a connection to the Mind Flayer. Yeah, he's definitely got a connection there, but I think the fact that he went through what he went to makes him want to hold on to his childhood even more. Because part part you know part of his childhood was taken from him when when he was in the <clears throat> upside down. But I think if you went through something traumatic, you would probably want to hold on to the most wholesome thing you could, yeah. which would be his childhood. Any, so I don't know any big characters you might predict that would be taken by the mind flare, taken over. Yeah. Um, Besides, obviously Billy at this point. I think Joyce. Oh, oh, Billy, 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 Billy. I think Joyce could do some damage if they if they took her. Which one's Joyce? That's a wine owner writer. Oh, okay. I was. She's only ever going to be wine owner writer to me. <laughs> Gabe, Gabe and I always make be, still make jokes from you know from season one. We still make jokes about. Uh, I think were, the mayor's probably a, a shoe in. There's there there's some point where they're getting out to of town taken. and they throw a bunch of stuff in there. and We point out it's the it's the pack of camels. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we'll see if my uh, predictions. Well, hopefully, uh, if I get anything right. Hopefully, you can get that taken care of. Hey, how's it going with Good Omens? <laughs> oh, I did finish it. You did? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Anything? Anything quick to close out your loop, I, close your loop on that? After episode, it's five episodes, right? Was it it's, five? I think it's six. Six. Episodes. Okay, so after episode five, I was like, "How are they going to tie this up and make it satisfactory?" But they actually did. I was actually pretty happy with watching it with what they did does it feel like after the after the episode that kind of goes through the story arc of both of them through the ages does it feel like it picks up and goes really fast through a lot of stuff yes and i thought that i i actually think that story arc went way too long they could have done that much quicker but for some reason it just went and went and went that was uh something that i got out of the even reading it, it felt like there's a point where everything picks up and goes really fast. Yeah, it definitely went fast. Yeah, it went through that. So but I like the twist of how Azarafail and Crowley get through and their see, little that's, situation that's with not heaven and hell. That's a, that was an interesting way of uh, playing. I thought that was out. clever. Do you think there will be more good omens? I think there will. And honestly, if you asked me. At the end of episode five, do I want more good omens? I probably would have said no. But at the end of episode six, I would say yes. Where would it I'd go say, from here? Well, I mean, when they're sitting in the park, they're talking about, well, what about the next big one? The really big one. So I think I think they're talking about another, the actual war between heaven and hell is where it would go. It's not, that, but that's one, they, they weren't describing the war between heaven and hell. They said the big In one the park they were. No, what they said is that the big one would be heaven oh, and hell combined you're right. versus humanity. You're right. You're right. So that's where it would go. <laughs> Interesting. It go. They could just like bring in supernatural. They could just they <laughs> bring in the Winchester Brothers cro- crossovers. Yeah. Why Doctor not? Who's going to get in here? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe Ray. We find out that Azarafail uh, and Crowley are Ray's parents. There you go. I was thinking uh, you could bring in like bring in the Sklar Brothers. And have a, a brother, you know, they're like comedy duo, so they, they're traveling around the country. But they, when they go into a, a town, they go in and, like, they kill some vampires and werewolves and stuff. Why aren't we establishing a podcast verse? <laughs> we should. <laughs> you know, like have podcast Avengers where, you know, like the Scalars and, <laughs> and uh, Mark Marin and, I don't know, Joe Rogan. Every, everybody has to get together to fight. Who, who, is, who is the biggest podcast threat? <laughs> Like Alex, biggest co- does Alex Jones have a podcast at this point? I don't know. Is it just YouTube? He got kicked off at YouTube. He's got to have a podcast. I, I am telling you, Alex Jones is going to, if left unchecked, Alex Jones will eventually kill someone. Maybe he'll just explode. He's, he'll explode like the rat in the cage on the, Stranger Things. No, despite he'll his just rage. Turn, turn inside out. No, uh, <laughs> Alex Jones is so weird and unhinged that him just exploding from his weird manic energy would probably be the best case scenario. <laughs> uh, I forgot. Did you say, did you see far from home? Yeah. Okay. Then you do know about Alex Jones being part of the MCU now. Was he in there? I that's don't even remember more, the big spoiler at the end. That's more or less what that character is kind of aping. Oh, the JJ, 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 JJ Abrams was in Abrams? it. You say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of the riff of that. Right. But, uh, yeah, so how do we even get to Alex Jones? The podcast-averse. Uh, yeah, podcast I, I don't know who's the evil podcast. The, honestly, I guess I wouldn't know because I don't really stray into that side of podcasting. Like, I don't, 
political podcasts are not my jam. Oh no, me neither. I want to listen. Would probably be the closest thing I get was uh, I you know I listened to a lot of Reply All and those can kind of listen to a really infuriating episode sort of about you know the way people on like pundity loud people on YouTube can bully people that they decide <laughs> are not people they like. Right. That well, that's that's the new way of bullying now is through social media. Well, I mean. It ain't the kids that are doing it. It's you know whoever can. It was a it was a really interesting episode about the uh, the sort of um, through line of YouTube going from sort of a video where people go to watch little America's Funniest Home Video clip type things right. to a sort of through line to making what you have people who just make you know pundit videos and sort of the place of power that they get and how they get they just. It's all very deep and gross and dark, and it bums me out. I use YouTube to watch trailers, and that's about it. Yeah, I have a couple of two or three things that I'll watch on there, but you know, I don't. I don't understand people that spend all day watching. I I just don't like it. it just depends on who you are, you know. I and these I've YouTubers it, that think they're important, they trust me. I see them come through. They they come to comedy clubs. They think they're important. Because they've got their their the, little fifteen minutes of fame, and they're gonna act like an asshole for all fifteen minutes. Of that it. was the that was kind of the point of the the episode was that some of them really do wield. It, it was about uh, Trey Crowder. Is that the guy's name? Yeah, from a uh, Jeff Crowder, something like that. No, Trey Crowder. It's a uh, liberal rednecks. No, it's, it's not the same guy. I'm not okay. thinking of the same guy. Then it, I think it might have been Jeff something Crowder. I believe. No, it's a it's a very like right wing punditry kind of thing oh. it, was, it was just a it was a little story about a, a homosexual gentleman who'd been making kind of some smaller more you know just kind of a side project thing that he does by himself and that he'd make kind of news type videos mm-hmm. and this this guy sort of saw him as someone he could punch down on and started just making long videos that a lot of times would you know involve using some homosexual slurs toward him Mm. and making fun of his voice and things like that and just exhibiting how if you're not someone who's big on if you're someone who's big on youtube the rules don't apply to you you're a money maker and the rules do not apply to you right that's all of life though and you can make life hell for the littler people and it's just there's you know terms of service and things like that just don't matter speaking of which did you see the bagel guy the bagel guy. There was Did a I video that came out yesterday, guy. a guy throwing a tantrum in a bagel shop. Oh, yes. I Okay, yeah. I saw that. that. Everybody was tagging it, Joe Pesci. Oh. Here's my take, okay? The things the guy said about women, where it was like, obviously, this guy has some issues he needs, <laughs> yeah. he needs to deal with about women. Yeah. But I'm just super thankful that on my worst moment as a human being that somebody wasn't filming it and posting it. Because everybody has lost their mind and thrown a tantrum. Maybe not to that extent, but to the extent where you would be super embarrassed. And I'm I not s- I'm oh, not I condoning his behavior. I have and so I don't condone the guy that attacked him physically either. Everybody there was a lot of people that were acting pretty terrible in that situation. But but thank goodness that nothing of where I've lost my mind has been filmed been, and shared on social media because we've all been enough there. that I don't think I've really lost my temper too poorly in public. I've I've certainly had I I've done things I'm I not got proud some of. Issues. I'm just fortunate. Right. I am fortunate enough. The people that I lose on are not the fortunate ones. I'm fortunate enough that I end up having stupid tantrums in front of people right. I love. I mean, it, I watched it and I laughed. 
I'm, I'm going to admit that I laughed. But I'm not going to make fun of the guy. Maybe the guy's a terrible person. Maybe he's just a just fine person that was having a bad day. I don't know. I don't really care. I think no one, no one's the hero of that video. Right. Exactly. Everybody in that shop was either <clears throat> egging him on or making it worse. Throwing, I think if throwing anything, gas probably on the fire. The, probably the young woman behind the counter is probably the closest thing to a hero of where she... She just seemed to want to get herself out of the situation. Uh, she started laughing at him. I saw a different angle, a second video, and she was like laughing at him. And at what point <laughs> was she laughing at him? Because he she handed him his food and he threw it on the ground or something, and she started laughing at him and <laughs> made it even worse. Then he really I went. Mean, what do you, what he do was you really do? going after. I don't know. What do you do? It, it, the the little <laughs> bit that I was able to glean out of it is he seemed to be inferring a lot from a smirk. Right. Obviously, from, this from is a guy. On, this is a guy that has been turned down by women a lot, and he blames it on his height. Maybe it's his personality. It certainly <laughs> could know. be that. I look, man. I ain't no. I ain't no kind of prize. <laughs> and if I had to be thrust back into the dating world, uh, I I have no real basis. I have no base to know what it's like to try to. Uh, gain the affections of women i right i wouldn't even know how to ask a woman out to be honest I, with you because <laughs> penny my wife asked me out on our first date and she's the first girl i really dated i have got <laughs> i've got issues in the way of i wouldn't i would think that i have a lane and i wouldn't try to try to shoot higher than what i think my lane is and sometimes i get the impression like look the unfortunate thing is is some of us we've just been dealt a hand mm-hmm. and we may not feel great about the options that we're going to have in our lane if i can if i can say something that weird but the fact of the matter is is that that lane is just as excited right it's this it's a sort of slightly toxic male point of view of i deserve because i'm trying to go through the motions i deserve to have people attracted to me which some people just ain't gonna happen i I saw a lot of people making comments about toxic masculinity and stuff like that and the things he was saying was pretty terrible but i think i had a little empathy for the guy in that he's obviously (laughs) he's he's obviously had some had some hard times yeah (laughs) and some rejection issues i think probably the hard part about it is is he took it out on someone he knew he was safe to take it out on. Right. He's been rejected by. But some, that's what most people do. If that's if why we abusive were, people abuse people that are close to them, that are they're married to, or their kids, or stuff like that, and not random strangers on the street for the most part. Yeah. So I, I'm not in any way condoning the guy's actions, but I do have a little compassion for. Yeah. He. It's like I said. No, no one's really the. Hero he was of spiraling. It. <laughs> and. <laughs> I, I actually I will say though, until someone finally took a swing at him, there were people in that video who were trying to reason with him. There were right. people who were trying to get him to calm down, and he was definitely but not I think, going to calm down. And I think one of the worst things you can tell somebody when they're like that is to calm down. Honestly, what, the, what do you do? What do you? I'll just tell you let, exactly. You just what, let him keep. I've been in situations like that with drunk people, and you know what you do? You go, "You're right. Yeah, you're right." What, let, let's get you out here. Let's get some fresh air. Let's get some water. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's the best thing you can do is and then remove them from the situation. Ag- I think what we're advocating for, the time is now, Travis. The, a new revenue stream for you, Bagel Bouncer. Bagel ba- All right. Hire me, Bagel Place. You are the Bagel Bouncer. I'm the Bagel Bouncer. We'll get you down to Einstein's. We'll, we'll show on that <laughs> video and say, look, 
We can offer my friend Travis's services. I would do it for a free everything bagel every he, day. He will. Uh, <laughs> Some of that, like uh, the, the onion onion cream cheese. That's yeah. good. There you go. Just oh. in the morning. In the morning, go in for a couple of Toast hours. Yeah. If you free, get yourself a few a free bag or two. Yeah. I've even put the strawberry uh, cream cheese on an everything bagel, is and that that's the, good. Is that a D? Is it? What's okay? What's your what's your tiers for spreads? What's your spread tiers? What's I your mean, what's your? Let's start at the bottom. What's your D tier? What's your D tier? I haven't spread? had a spread that I didn't like. No, no. I think I've liked them all. All right. What? But, but I love a, a fruit one. What's your le- what's your least fave? <laughs> Plain. Plain. Yeah. Just a cream. And cheese? I'll I'll have it if that's all there is. Look, man, we're not making we're not passing judgments. We're only trying to stack rank <laughs> spreads. What's your C tier spread? Like, look. You know, like what's good? What? you know what's good? If you uh, do, you Travis, like, do you like a grilled cheese yourself. sandwich? Travis, you're getting ahead of yourself. Do you like a grilled cheese sandwich? Travis, who doesn't Use like a good grilled mayo cheese? instead of butter. Uh, I don't it's like a, amazing. I don't like a hot mayo. I've I had promise. That, I've had stuff like that before. I don't like a heated mayo. No, it you feels... use it on the outside so it it turns golden. It cooks it. It's oil and eggs. That's all it is. Look, man, I'm not I'm not trying to. Say but it's slightly it. salty. It's I've good, had, man. I've had heated mayo. It it feels wrong. It feels unright. Hmm. It feels the opposite of correct. It feels it feels in the upside down. I've got a joke. I, I didn't do it the last time I headlined, but you know, mayo. You got to. It's like it's like Hot butts. Mayo, you want to you want to keep it on ice see. in the summertime. You know, just like butts. You don't want it getting sweaty. Put it on my and, sandwich, and I'll say no, thank ye. No, thank ye. Um, wow, we're like uh, 57 minutes in. Boy, we we're really just we have scratched off one through. thing off of our list. Hey, man, it's all you know. It's all going to be evergreen at some point. You know, we'll yeah. hear a few. Hey, possibly serious Mulan. Yeah, we talked about trailers. Let's let's talk about the, uh, the Mulan trailer. Little bits that I've heard is that possibly Mulan is just going to be played relatively straight. They're not looking to make a lot of jokes in this. They're not make, hmm. looking to make it silly. They're kind of looking to make maybe kind of a kung fu movie, which. If that's what you're going to do and the kung fu in it is amazing, fine. Is Jet Li in it? I, I, I thought I saw Jet Li I is not, in it. I have not followed the casting on that one. I want to say that I think Jet Li is in it. Maybe playing the Emperor, I believe. Guess. Anyway, if you're going to make a kung fu movie, fine. But I think little kids aren't going to want to go see a kung fu movie. Um, and it's not going to do well. I would say I think there is maybe value these days in... I. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my memory is wrong, but I think kids are maybe not trained well enough to put up with a maybe slower, maybe serious movie. I don't know how often it really happened when I was a kid. It was probably more because I just kind of had to put up with what my parents were watching and I had yeah. to watch some stuff. But but now kids have entire channels dedicated just to them on TV. So I would... We had to wait for Saturday morning cartoons. Yes, Jet Li appears to be in Mulan. Is, is he the emperor? Trav, I'm, it's I'm going as fast as I can on this phone. I, uh, I, think it, I think it can be a really good movie. The trailer looked really good. Donnie Yen is in it as well. Oh, Donnie Yen was the Monkey King. Yeah. He was the IP man. He, uh, he's a very good martial artist. Yeah, he's excellent. Uh, you know what? It's not showing character names on this. We're just going to say he's in it. All right. But uh, I, I would I see value in kids being forced to watch something a little, little less silly, silly go Billy. Maybe not even look, man. Maybe not even that it has to be just dead serious. But just 
uh, a lot of animated features, a lot of kids shows just go at a breakneck speed. Just joke, 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 joke. Right. Silly, silly, silly. You know, Where's let, the minions? Let things, ugh, crikey, <laughs> let things breathe a little bit. You know, I'm sure there'll be some jokes in it. There's got to be just, some jokes to ease the tension. It's just where the, it doesn't look like Mushu's in it. But uh, that's yeah. It doesn't seem there's going to be a Mushu. I'm, I'm also. Um, Hey, it's a different direction. The the Disney sort of cynical cash grab live action thing is it's running a little thin for me. I told you I saw Aladdin. But don't have to go deep on it. it I didn't. I Trav. I didn't hate it. Well, but it 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 it, it felt needed kind a, of, a, an Iago, right? It needed yeah, that. Yeah. It. That's why I think Mulan's going to need. Mushu. It felt like a little bit of a roadshow version of Aladdin, and that's how I went into but, I mean, it. I went into it thinking, all right, this is like a live production of aladdin aladdin still got a lot of had a lot of serious or silliness to it, it felt broadway right sorry yeah 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 which is how i went into it i didn't think it was going to be as good as uh like a i don't know i'm trying to think of a movie that takes place in the desert and uh, honestly <laughs> i was it, thinking the prince of not the prince uh what's the one with jake gyllenhaal prince of persia yeah. prince of persia i was gonna make time. a i was gonna make an obviously bad reference Ugh. because people hated that movie and then i couldn't remember the name of great. it <laughs> But uh, <clears throat> I'm still going to – I'm standing on that making things live action really can suck a lot of the personality of it out of the thing. And I, I think that's really going to prove through with Lion King that it's just – it's going to be technologically amazing, but it's just going to feel super dead. I think the Lion King's going to make so much money. Those are two exclusive <laughs> <laughs> discussions because Disney doesn't really – Disney makes money on everything. Maybe they're just trying Good, not bad, to be not. silly anymore. Because Pixar movies aren't as silly as they used to be. I think the Pixar movies have gotten sillier. Really? I mean, I think Wally so. Wall was the tipping point, and they just started being silly again. Hmm. I don't know. I have zero uh, desire to see Toy Story 4. I feel I'd, like I'd what like they to did it. to me in Toy Story 3, I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to see it. I mean, you know, Monsters University was silly. Uh, Incredibles. Incredibles 2 was pretty silly. Yeah. There wasn't there wasn't a huge kind of Pixar message really in that. Oh, there was a lot of like children in peril in that movie too though. But it was silly children. It was throw the baby at them and let the yeah. baby go nuts. The magic baby. The magic baby. The magic baby. Uh, did you see the Maleficent trailer? I did. What'd you um, think of that? It kind of made me want to watch I I never saw Maleficent. It kind of made me want to watch it and see what's going on. There. I think you can skip Maleficent and watch the new one. What is it? Maleficent Dark Fate or something? Yeah, it's Maleficent Dark Fate. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's Terminator, obviously, but uh, I can't remember what it was it's called. It's like Queen of Evil or Queen, Mistress yeah, of Evil or something yeah. like that. But it does um, look good. It looks I think it looks better than the first one. I'm a little which I didn't love. I think I've told you about there, there are a few characters that I think benefit from just being evil and trying to give them sympathetic backstories mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily, isn't necessarily something I want out of it. Maleficent was one of those ones that it's a character that's uh, intimidating and menacing and maybe boiling it down to a boy I liked didn't give me back <laughs> the affection I wanted isn't something that I'm super interested in. But I'm, So given <clears throat> Maleficent a backstory... Bad idea. I Giving mean, uh, Darth Vader a backstory, bad idea. Uh, hopefully the Joker doesn't suck. It's, <laughs> it is a little bit of a crapshoot because, I mean, you're absolutely right. Like, the stories that we came up with, with for why, you know, what, what happened to Anakin Skywalker, the prequels did not really deliver on that. 
I think we should have met Anakin Skywalker in episode two. Possibly. Possibly. If that was the first one, I think it might have been a different... I think when you meet him as a little kid, and he's a perfectly nice little kid, and then you know he's going to turn into Darth Vader, I don't think you saw... There wasn't enough character arc. I know his mom died, blah, blah, blah. Lots of lots of kids' moms dies, and they don't kill a village yeah. of people. I, <laughs> I go on the, a murdering spree. The timeline of it's really hard to to, to square away. I've, I've thought a lot about the just the amount of time, the, the basically the 20 years between, you know, the fall of Anakin and him, you know, Luke growing up and stuff like that and getting into, I think we've talked about it before, those weird areas of where... There's talk like the the Jedi are a legend. This thing that was 20 years ago right. that was seemed to be pretty universally known. Now people treat it like they were never really Jedi. Those are just <laughs> folk tales. <Yeah>. So <laughs> maybe we can maybe just rest upon that. Maybe maybe the prequels just kind of shouldn't have ever happened. I don't know. There's good stuff in them. It's a lot of story but to have to tell. I think and try and fit it. Try and fit it in convincingly. At least some of the way things were treated in A New Hope try to convincingly make it like all that stuff could have happened within a span of 20 years. I, th- I kind of feel like either nobody told um, George Lucas that the stories were bad or the people that were around him were helping with the bad story <laughs> and they, they didn't know it was bad either. There has been a, a somewhat convincing amount of evidence that his... His ex-wife was pretty good at giving him advice. I think of like Rick McCallum. He was like the producer on all of them. Whenever you watch a special feature, he's one of the guys you see in that era. I think I've heard Rick McCallum is one of the guys that they usually tag as like kind of encouraging George to be very George. I don't know. I mean, look... Hey, we're not we're not treading super great new ground and saying the prequels just didn't really work out. I think when you, we all think, oh, Hollywood would be so much better if we just let the artists have free reign. But there is a there is a tipping point where if you have too much power, maybe it becomes like uh, people are saying that about like uh, WWE right now. Like Vince McMahon has the final say. So even if you see an interesting storyline, he can go in that day on Monday before Raw and go, now nah, we're not doing that anymore. We're going to do this now instead. And it's terrible and nobody likes it, but he's like, but it's my decision. So we're going to do. Yeah. So I think maybe there was something going on like that with, with uh, old George Lucas too. Well, we're probably not too far off of fine, you know, of uh, Vince sloughing off this mortal coil. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's going to live to be like a hundred. I I have no way of knowing. I have no way of knowing. He's he's done so much to his body that I think he, if I were to speculate on the demise of a very honorable man, um, I'm think, betting he's getting like uh, stem cells and stuff like that. I just think he does so much <laughs> to himself that it's just it's going to happen all at once, and it's going to be violent, and it's going to be like the rats in Stranger Things. Have you heard about? Going off subject a little, uh, there's a Steve Byrne. Oh no, please let's, comedi- let's keep on task. <laughs> Steve Byrne, <laughs> who, who was a comedian, uh, did a uh, documentary. It's on YouTube about uh, the amazing Jonathan, who was a comedian I've, I've in the '80s and things. '90s. So I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard him do two interviews about it. And apparently, and it's something he cut out of the movie. But the amazing Jonathan, he basically. His heart is only per- working at like forty percent of what it should be, and basically he's dying. 
and he also uh, he has really bad diabetes. And I guess at one point he like just pulled on his toe and his toe came off. Jeez. But he's been taking stem cells and he and apparently a stump grew back where the toe used to be. And it's not an official toe, but it's a stump. <laughs> it's not an official so toe. So stem cells this do something. This is not something. a licensed toe. This is yeah. a bootleg toe. It's just like a it's a yeah, it's like a, a portmanteau. It's a western family be. toe. A western <laughs> portmanteau. <family toe. laughs> it's a it's, it's the, a dollar store it's one of those toe. toe. It just says toe on it. Yeah. <laughs> but it something grew back there. Like it, it knew where to put it. It didn't Boy. do it perfectly. But. I, had, I had heard I'd heard surface level things about this that Amazing Jonathan supposedly had a very bad disease, and he's rebounded. And then there's sort yeah, of a there's sort really of rumors <laughs> of that maybe he faked the whole thing for attention. Is that kind of what you're talking about? No, he's dying. He's dying. He will be dead soon. Like, that, he should have been dead already. That's, I, that's I why to, they made it. I am to understand that there are two documentaries. He's also on, a really bad drug addict. So, well, you yeah. Know. I have, I've never heard anything about him faking it. I think from what I understand, there are two documentaries, and one of them posits that he's kind of been faking hmm. the whole thing. Well, I know people that are really close to him that have made this are basically saying he's dying. Like, Steve Byrne, I trust. Well, I don't know why Steve hmm. Byrne would cover up okay. the, if the guy faked it. You know okay. what I mean? And he's close to the guy. He knows him. I'll trust that. I would. I would generally like. I would. <laughs> you know what? Here's. Here's an interesting weird question. Okay. Would you rather the truth be, the amazing Jonathan did not make it up and he is truly dying, or would you rather the truth be he made it all up for attention and he's going to be okay? Isn't that um, a weird, isn't that a weird sort of a b? I would rather question? he be telling the truth, and be dying soon. Yeah, because I think even even if he is dying, I mean, that sucks. But if if your legacy was you were a big fat liar and you scammed people, I think that's a pretty terrible thing to live with. I, mean, I, I think the way I look at it is from a comedian's legacy. Yeah. Like if he, he is dying and he really is sick and he, he does die, there's that legacy. But if you found out he was faking it and he's perfectly fine, it, that taints it. There's a, I think there's a way of looking at it that it's almost like a, the idea of pulling off sort of convincing everyone that this is going on is almost an amazing Jonathan thing and almost <laughs> right. like an Andy Kaufman-esque like huge, you know, like fake out on everyone. I, mean, I know everybody used to hope Andy Kaufman was going to reappear yeah. at like the whatever anniversary of his death and yeah. he never did, but... But the but then I, it, and then it's the... It's so dumb to say. The, the end of the question is like, okay, he'd be lying... But he'd live for a while and maybe even be able to repair his legacy. Don't get me wrong. I, I wish that I would wake up one day and everybody would go, hey, guess what? This whole Bill Cosby thing, it was just, <laughs> it was a silly joke. These women were in on it. We gotcha. We gotcha. I wish that was the truth, no, but it's not. Be, no, that would be bad. That would be way bad. No, because it would mean that none of these women got raped and Bill Cosby didn't do anything terrible like that. In that case, but <laughs> this is this is probably bad territory to strain to. <laughs> if that were the case, though, it would load a huge shotgun for people to be able to say to just deny any woman who has a story like this. Ellie, look, right. the Cosby okay. thing was fake. Your thing's right. fake. I'm just saying. I wish none no. of that stuff ever happened. Is hey. what I was. I, yeah, I, def I, was I definitely wish at, none of it. Obviously, it did happen. So yeah. anyway. Uh, we're gonna theoreticals. I, I finally saw the movie Chef. We talked about. I watched the the t the Netflix. Yeah. How is it? 
I really I watched it twice. I'm to understand in, it's in the span good. of a week. And the other day, I was cooking and doing dishes, and I said, "Alexa, play the chef soundtrack." And it kept on. <laughs> and it's wonderful. It's a lot of Cuban music. Uh, there's one. Uh, they they sing sexual healing in the song, or in the movie, and it's played by a band on the soundtrack. So it's like a a marching band playing sexual healing. <laughs> okay. And people singing along with it. Like it's, a marching band or a mariachi band? No, marching band. Oh, okay. It's really good. Huh. I'm kind of obsessed with the soundtrack now. But yeah, I love the movie. I can see. To me, it's a movie about a person that does something artistically because to him cooking is it's an art and he takes great pride in it and wants it to be perfect like every single every single item he puts out he wants it to be the best thing that person's ever eaten and that's the pride he takes in it and to me it's just a movie about just perfecting what you have control of in in your little circle of the earth you know what i mean Hmm. like if every person took a little pride in what they were doing and tried to put out the best possible thing and make an enjoyable situation for other people like that would be pretty awesome some people are just like i don't care whatever i did think it was funny that he uh had a child with sofia vergara and then was dating uh <laughs> natasha romanoff did, uh, you know, did uh, johnny favs Scarlett maybe johansson maybe uh give himself a little bit above maybe, his grade maybe he's not gonna be in was, any bagel shops complaining i don't think he kissed him or anything like that so it's not like he went too far but he definitely was like well if i'm gonna have a girlfriend and an ex-wife they might as well be these two i'm gonna say <laughs> considering where he's at in life i don't think johnny favs has to worry about right who he who he can go out with and not i think he's i think he's probably going to be okay <laughs> but i really enjoyed the movie i love the the way he bonds with his kid john leguizamo is amazing in it the pests john leguizamo yes oh okay you're like i want john leguizamo to be my friend the guy who was the clown in spawn that the one in the same <laughs> he's got a netflix special Only out where he's doing a one-man work. show yeah. i haven't watched it but yeah, it was. It was a. I, I wish it didn't take me so long to watch it because that's like five years older. Hey, look, man, you've, you've now, enjoyed so. it. So yeah, I enjoyed the heck out of it. Yeah, so enjoyed. that was that hey, was really good. I was going to watch Blind Fury this week. Blind Fury, which one's Netflix. Blind Fury? It is the Rutger Hauer Blind Samurai movie. <laughs> never heard of it. You never. It is no. an early '90s movie. He is a Vietnam veteran who. I don't even remember how to, I think he got like in a crash and was blinded and in some village he is taught to be a blind samurai and he comes nice. back to America looking to avenge a friend or something like that. I I barely I, it was something that I remember from watching when I was much younger watching it a bunch like we had a VHS of it and thinking about it I was like that premise is so goofballs I need to see. I hmm. need to see. And was it there? They sent me a crack disc. Oh, <laughs> so Rucker Hauer will live another week. All those discs are cracked and super scratched. It Travis, sounds like Chef is happening right now. Travis. All the kitchen noise. Help me with this. <laughs> Why do we know who Rucker Hauer is? I know him because of uh, Blade Runner and Ladyhawk. That was all I could come up with. But he's sort of permeated culture beyond just being, you know, having those two roles that he's kind of not. He's, he's in a ton of stuff. Generally speaking, and, and Blind Fury is the sort of match point I see for this of he'll kind of be in anything, and he's a name. He's a name right. that will be in anything. And what I feel like is he, uh, he, it's like him and Christopher Lambert, it's basically 
Can we get Christopher Lambert? Like, well, he's in Mortal Kombat, so I think he's maybe doing a little bear. <laughs> All right, we'll take Howard. Oh, speaking of like, uh, I think I put this guy in the same kind of Rutger Howard-y type. Uh, I've been watching a few more episodes of Deadwood. And I yeah. get what you're saying about Powers Booth and just the way like he makes a look and you're he's, like, oh, he, he, guys. he licks his lips right. a lot and he's always saying, wow, Joni Stubbs. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this guy is creepy, man. He's, he's scary. He, uh, I, I kind of feel like Powers Booth genetically was given an unfair advantage in any sort of discussion of if he just turns on the Powers Booth, there's no way you can... There's no way you can stand before that. I just saw an episode, and it's right after Bill Hickok gets killed, which I didn't know was going to happen that soon, in, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. And uh, it's a. Uh, what's uh, Powers Booth's character's name? Uh, oh, Cy Tolliver. Cy Tolliver and uh, Al Swearingen, and they're standing uh, on a balcony in Al's building, and they're they're just like talking about things and it made me think this is like dr doom and and like a magneto meeting up and having a conference or something so okay (sighs) trav you're you're bringing up something that would take a while now (laughs) so uh, so you're a ways into are you finding that you're liking deadwood yeah i like it yeah there's uh, the is i'm feeling stress for timothy oliphant's character yeah because i feel like he he's stubborn and he stands for what he believes in but it's going to cause him a lot of problems throughout the series i can just see that like do you ever get a feeling now that you've been into it a little bit that the the vulgarity takes on a weird lyrical quality almost oh yeah especially the the thing that uh, al swearingen loves to say that i'm not going to say on here (laughs) but has been going through my head one of the few words that Wu knows (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> corn shucker. We'll just say Did corn you, shucker. <laughs> have you gotten to the episode where Wu comes to talk to Al? No. Okay. No, I've just seen Wu when when they uh, go by the pig farm. Yeah, but I haven't. I don't. I don't think Wu has spoken as Boy. of yet. I that that show is really good. Like I'm not. Yeah, I'm really taking a stand here. Deadwood's <laughs> really good. But uh, yeah. So I'm. Hey, I'm glad you're loving it. I. I'm so glad that I pushed myself through all of that because it's kind of one of my favorite things. And thinking back <laughs> on it, like, you know, I want to take a deep dive on production and, like, hear all the stuff about it. I know Stephen, Stephen Tobolowsky shows up later in it, and I've heard him on a few things talking about, you know, uh, working with David Milch was just insane. Like, David Milch is uh, just, he's really detail, he was really detail oriented. Mm hmm. He talks a lot about, you know, I've heard people talk a lot about, like, Deadwood, it's a very clockwork town of anytime anyone's going anywhere, like, no extras are being spared. Like, everybody really has a place to be and right. a thing to do, and it just feels like a very alive camp. It's like Pioneer Village at Lagoon. Yeah, exactly <laughs> like that. Except with a lot more swearing. Yeah, and you can't go get the cheesy, uh, got the got the raccoon cap. They keep calling Al Swearingen a limey, but I don't think he has an accent at all yeah he doesn't they, they do talk about him being uh like british or something and he doesn't really that have that way. Bastard. he doesn't really have his his normal accent which right. is kind of surprising yeah the one he uses in uh john wick you know his real speaking voice right right yeah it's very i mean he's got like a smoky voice anyway but when you add the british accent and he's actually just speaking in his own voice you're like that's a good voice man yeah Maybe cigarettes aren't all bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, the only way you get a voice like that. 
Yeah. Smoking I cigarettes. Don't even know. It's a very cool sucker. Very good voice. <laughs> All right. Should we get to some? Uh, oh, I was going to talk. I went to IKEA. Have you been to IKEA lately? I've never been in an IKEA. Oh my gosh! As a as a as a worker for a local furniture company. Oh yeah. <laughs> it is heresy to go in an IKEA. Oh yeah, you're actually wearing the shirt right now. I should have yeah, put that I had here. to jet on over from work. I remember talking to the bosses at that the furniture store where you work <laughs> when they were building the IKEA. I was like, you guys worried about the IKEA at all? Ah, no. They sell a way different product than we do. That's, Actually, yeah, it's the exact always, same. That's product. always what they've said. And then they built a RC Willie right next to it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Territorial. Anyway, Wait, they built a. I don't know what you're talking about. I work for a local furniture. Aren't we silly? That's what store. I said. Not, Aren't we not, silly? Certainly not the one that you're talking about. <laughs> Granite uh, furniture. Yeah, I work for Levitt's. <laughs> You'll love it at Levitt's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's sponsored by RC Willie. Yeah. <laughs> Page, what's her, Page, Page Harris? Da- Page, Page Davis. Davis. Oh, yeah. boy. Royalty. I like Royalty. Page Davis. I have what, nothing, a, what a personality I have on that nothing, lady. I certainly have nothing against her. She was like a very pleasant woman. People should start saying that. What a personality on that one. It's like you're objectifying them. <laughs> you're going to have to start it, Trav. <laughs> you're, so what, uh, uh, what I was, was, your I was objectifying you, her personality, you her bubbliness. Do you have yourself a meatball? No, I didn't. I do enjoy the meatballs. I, I did buy, buy some princess cakes. Uh, if you've seen uh, uh, the Great British Baking Show, they make princess cakes in I season one, I, I believe. I don't know what those are. They're delightful. Uh, they've got like a uh, little uh, almond paste over top. And, and there's a cream inside. Ooh. And then there's a jelly on top of the sponge. Mm. It's, it's, very, it's very nice. <laughs> they're, Sorry, they're delightful. I can only have room for one baking show in my life, and that is uh, Nailed It. Uh, and uh, the uh, chef Jacques, I think it's Jacques. He's always talking Jacques. about. He's always talking hey. about the buttercream. Buttercream is. He's always talking about you must have about the placement of the buttercream or the consistency. Real buttercream butter is so amazing hey. compared to no, the I, crappy Pillsbury I'm, crap man, or down, Duncan I'm, Hines. Hey, I'm down to clown on some buttercream. Don't worry about it. Just uh, Chef Jacques is, you know, excessively obsessed with the buttercream. Anyway, not to go too far into IKEA, which I did physically, but. God, I was so tired. We were there for like six hours, I think. For well, real, we went. That's a nice IKEA trip. Oh my gosh! It was back and forth, and this didn't work, and we couldn't find it in the warehouse parts. So it was back up, and oh, we can't do that. They don't make it that way. Well, we can special order it. It's going to cost you a thousand dollars across the street, Trav. Oh my gosh! Well, it was Sunday. They were closed. <laughs> oh, never on a Sunday. <laughs> There's no free hot dogs on Sunday. Anyway, I got home <laughs> Sunday. I was so exhausted, man. I was so tired, and just like I, I've never like really felt hangry before but i actually felt hanger being like walking and they've got a food they've got food you, there you had upgraded from hangry to curious curious yes i was curious i bought some chocolate of course i bought the princess cakes too i like mowed through an entire chocolate bar on the way home i was like I just, I just, give me some sugar give me some carbs blah 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 Oh, Ikea. Anyway, it's the Dang Swedish. It, Ikea. I do like a Swedish meatball, though. You put some lingonberry juice on it. Not juice, but uh, jelly. Get some uh, hollandaise sauce. It's good stuff. Never had anything good like stuff. that. Anyway, we should probably get to Magic Mike. I think okay. it's about that time. <laughs> okay. I, just want, I was just like, is this ever going to end? And I'm not one of those people that, that are like, oh, I hate shopping with my wife. I, I generally enjoy being with my wife. Wait, how do those people and say that? I hate shopping with my wife. Hey, now. Sorry. Wife. Wife. They put an H in front of the W. Wife. Wife. I do declare. My white wife. 
I do. I, I say, I say, I will not. I will not go over the pasture to the Ikea. I will not go with my wife. I was so tired. Lula there wasn't Bell. enough chairs in that building for me to sit on. I was just so tired. Don't you kind of only need one? No. Well, you sit on it for more than 30 seconds and it's not comfortable anymore. You got to move. Oh, okay. Some of those I exceed the weight limit on too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure this wasn't built for me. <laughs> well, since we're in the uh, in Sweden town, perhaps we could talk to the, the re- return a guest from the Swedish. Ooh, who's that? Uh, uh, Skarsgård? Yeah, let's Is talk he a Skarsgård? Travis, let's talk to Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård? <laughs> Stellan Skarsgård. Oh, no, let's, let's talk to the Swedish chef. All right. I think we can do that. Are you ready? I am All absolutely right. ready. Strawberry shortcake. <laughs> Welcome back, chef. How have you been since our last meeting? Oh, that's good to hear. You know, it always... It always matters to me that our good friends from across the mic are doing well. Taking care of yourself? Flippity-flop. Getting enough sleep? Are you hydrating, chef? Drinky, drinky, drinky vodka. You know, that stuff doesn't usually leave a lot of hydration in the system. But look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge. Swooshy, swooshy, squishy, squishy. You're a, you know, you're a grown up, you're a grown up adult. You drunky, drunky. Just please drink responsibly. Knife, knife, chop, 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 hey, chop, hey, chop, hey. chop. Look, man. Not on the vodka. Let's. Can I take that? Give me that. Give me that. No, no, we're not going to do that in here. How did you even get that through the mic? It's supposed to be a voice thing. You put a knife came through the mic. Pretty, pretty in me bum bum. Ah, uh, oh, the old prison wallet. Um, Trav's going to have some issues with that. So, chef, I wanted to bring you in and ask you about a few news items, if I may. We had a little bit of we had a little bit of chitter chatter earlier about the uh, the earthquake in California. Ooh, as the, as Swedish descent, I know that you do a lot of Hollywood. Los Angeles. Were you, in the, were you in town for the earthquake? Kermit go. He's piggy go. So is this the reaction to the reunion, or is this a reaction to the earthquake? So in reaction to an earthquake, Miss Piggy tried to karate it? That's what caused it. Oh, okay. Jeez, she's really still got it. Uh, well, I'm glad you're safe. Everybody's okay, I imagine. Rolf did. Oh, oh no. R.I.P. Rolf. Oh, R.I.P. to a real one. Uh, I want to get away from those sort of sad subjects. So, I mean, just a few... Stabby, stabby. Well, keep in the Hollywood lane. Uh, some news came out this week about some casting. Ooh. Some uh, Disney. We, Disney's still on the live action. When Ooh, are we going to get a live Muppet action? Movie? When are we going to get a live action Muppets? Next year. I mean, I guess 
Technically speaking, Muppet movies are live action. Yes, they are. Who do you think? You got any idea on some casting news for Muppets for the live action? Ricky Gervais. Boy, he shows up in everything, doesn't he? Who does he know? Samuel L. Jackson. Oh boy, who's he going to be playing? Scoopadoo himself. Oh, okay. So it's it's the usual Muppet fare that uh, you know a lot of cameos. Yeah. Well, his time it's time his time to shine. In the uh, so anyway, Disney live action movies. There's Scoopadoo. Some somewhat controversial casting. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I believe the young lady's name is is it Holly Bailey? Urgh. I got a little tripped up on it because I, I saw it first of all. Is it Holly Berry? Like, Holly oh, no, Berry. Her name is pretty pretty. Holly Bailey or Haley Bailey? Urgh. Haley Bailey seems a little Scoop-a-doo. silly, doesn't it? Probably Holly Bailey. Murder. Uh, how do you feel about this casting news? There's, we're in the age of controversy, right? Swimmy, swimmy, ocean, ocean, under the sea. Those are all things that happen in the movie. Skittle, flee, flippy, flappy, flappy. Skittle, on the boat and the ship. Choppy, choppy. You put two of them in there? Choppy, choppy. I don't think Mike's the only thing that's magic in this room. Uh, whew. Uh, so, as far as the casting news, you Her? feel you feel okay about it? Under the water, no color. Hey, that's great. Progressive views, that's what we look for on this program. Thank you. Probably should be green. Um, you know what? That's that's a way to go. But that mm. that sort of that, that bespeaks of maybe an alien origin, and Ooh. these are legends. We don't want to get Samuel L. Jackson. You know, we're gonna yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. We're gonna stray into yeah. Star Wars territory. Uh, you, you've been watching sports. Yeah. Got a, had a big victory this week for the U.S. Baseball. Oh, you like to watch a lot of the games. What kind of what kind of package you got? Like look, look that's not what I'm asking. Hold on. No. Nope. Oh jeez. Where are you pulling that out of? It's like a. It's like a magician's. It's like a magician's Oh my. This table. They're gonna have to burn this table. They're gonna have to go to IKEA and get something new. I was thinking more along the lines of World Cup. Oh jeez. By the way, could you pull that back in before we continue? Wow, it's like a comes back in like a tape measure. Uh-huh. Very convenient. Got some weird anatomy going on. How do you feel about the World Cup victory? It's really, it's really a big thing for the country. You know, a lot of opinions coming out about this. Sweden didn't win. Okay, Sweden didn't win yet again. Some comments afterward. Maybe the women of the uh, U.S. soccer team not so fond of our president. Oh, dirty, dirty, trumpy, trumpy. Where do you stand on such things? Chef, you're playing both sides. It's it can't be a centrist issue. You got to really kind of commit. USC, USC, USC. 
You heard it here first, people. Swedish chef, nationalist. USC. Chef, I'm afraid I'm going to have to cast you back to the magazine for that one. Oh, no. I'm back. Uh, Trav? Yeah? How you feeling, buddy? Uh, I'm pretty good. Why? Uh, I feel like I feel lighter. Like yeah. I, I, I've got more movement. <laughs> like before I was feeling like a little a little down in the dumps. I love I love for the podcast that you stretch it out just for <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, it's just movement, you know. I'm I feel it jazzy. Um, like jazzercise in Stranger Things. Look at the table before you. You see anything on the table here? Yeah, there's like this big sweat imprint. Yeah, it's it, weird. It wasn't there before. Things came out of you this time. I'm really beginning oh, really? to question the uh like the knives? I see knives in a vodka bottle. I'm weird. Little, Trav Tito's. I think Magic Mike's starting to take a toll on Bert Kreischer's brand is Tito's. Yeah, Bert, Bert Kreischer's brand seems to be whatever you'll put in front of him. <laughs> He's very specific. Tito's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. I was Tito was my nickname in high school. Do th- One of them, anyway. Do you think there's something to be said there? Maybe, like a missed opportunity. Yeah, I could have been right. a millionaire. You could have been Mrs. Kreischer, <laughs> and yeah, he's really taken... <laughs> he has taken off quite nicely. Anyway, that... He made a mess, huh? Yeah, yeah. A mess is a, a light way of putting it. Well, Speaking of messes... Yeah? You should check out our... Uh, our <laughs> that such a better segue than the guy going door to door. That's true. Just trying uh, to get into our, our little plug section. Are there any messes where we're going to... Do you live here? <laughs> yeah. Hey, excuse me, sir. Could you come in and tell me what places Travis Tate might be found in the upcoming uh, weeks or months? Let's see. You can find me at Travis Tate Funny on all the social medias, specifically... Uh, Instagram and a also uh, Twitter. You can just friend me on Facebook if if, you, if that's something you're into. If that's what you're into, that was a flight of the Concords man reference. Um, I'm going to be doing July 19th and 20th. I'll be in Logan, Utah, for the Wizarding Days, Wizarding days. in Logan. That, Coming up, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm on a bunch of panels up there. I'm also hosting a uh, a screening of Dwight in Shining Armor. Yeah, yeah. For, for KBYU TV, so you can check that out. And then I just got an email this morning about like the the panel uh, situation for oh yeah for for Fanex coming up. And so far, five of the things that I submitted have made it on to to the next round. Nice-y so people will start spicy. putting in. Through, yeah, there's one for uh, Disney Plus. There's one for spy movies one for fast and furious which we we had some stuff we were going to talk about we didn't get to we'll get to it next time <laughs> uh there was also one about the muppet movie it's the 35th no not 35th 40th well, anniversary of the muppet movie i know someone who could show up yeah. at that panel trav no I, i'm definitely gonna pull out the swedish chef oh boy uh and uh voice or the other thing all of the above Ooh, and uh boy. what was the other one watch, there was out, another watch one. out first couple of rows you're in what's known as the splash the splash zone, zone. Yeah. splishy splishy and there was another one i can't think of right now but oh seinfeld it was oh, a oh. 30th anniversary of seinfeld so man really? can you believe that the muppet movie was only 10 years old when seinfeld came out that see it would seem like <laughs> it should be longer like original muppet movie yeah that it came out in 79 Huh. True debt. Well, I'll be doggone. I looked it up. And uh, Seinfeld was 89, huh? Yes, 89. I guess that works. So huh. hopefully hopefully those will all make it on to the, the show, because I think those will be fun panels. But there's a lot of really cool panels. Some of them I was like, oh, I wish I'd have thought about that. That's a really cool panel. Yeah, and then it. there's some that are like parallel to ones that I submitted. And I, it's just like we, yeah. we all have the same idea. And hey, so look, I'll probably try and get on those too because obviously know what it's a the panel right that I wanted is. to. 
<laughs> the trav panels. That's right, the trav panels. So, hey, keep us appraised of that. Um, yeah, hopefully they'll get on the show, so that'd be fun. If you'd like to keep appraised of us, <laughs> uh, subscribe, give us some stars, write a review. We'll keep going. You can keep appraised of us. It's starting to smell like bacon in here. Like, this place wasn't cool enough already. Now it smells of bacon. Travis, it, I think it's starting to sound like our email address, <laughs> which is tater at gmail.com. You know what else I'm getting a little whiff of? Oh, is that the Swedish chef again? Little, little Smell whiff. like lingonberries? <laughs> just a slight a slight hint of Blue Wave Theory doing oh, opening yeah, and closing yeah, things. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's what that is. Yeah, it's just a pinch. Just a pinch. Just a pinch. Just a slight. Slight. I thought maybe it was, hint there was some hollandaise sauce. I thought it was oaky for a minute. No, Blue Wave Theory. <laughs> Um, hey, that's a jam. That's the jam. So uh, follow my social media to see where I'll be doing shows and things like that. Hey, so check him out. He's quality. Last weekend I did shows at Jordan Landing and Downtown Salt Lake. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Same weekend, split it. So How'd that was go? fun. Really good. Yeah, worked with Tim Dillon downtown for two shows, and then uh, worked with Heath Harmison, who's a buddy of mine, uh, on Saturday, and that was a lot of fun. So well, congratulations for to everybody, everybody that who came got out to see to Travis. Yeah. So for Travis's for Travis's prison wallet, this has been Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. And I'm Travis Tate. And better Tate than never. <laughs>